Hi, I'm James P. Friel. And I'm Dean Holland. It's time to fasten your seatbelts, boys and girls. That's right. If you're an entrepreneur who's wanting to take your business to the next level and have a bit of fun while getting cutting-edge advice on your business, marketing, and sales, welcome to Just the Tips, arguably the best podcast in the entire world. I guess that's good, right? Yeah, that's good to me. All right. That was easy. That was the easiest thing we did all day. Yeah. So hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Justin Tips. This is James P. Friel. I'm excited for today's show. We got a real badass online who uh, has done a lot of amazing things in traffic and conversion with e-commerce and selling things online. And uh, Dean and I are super excited to have him. But before we get to Brian, I just want to acknowledge my very good-looking co-host, Dean Holland, hailing from the UK, Nottingham specifically, where he's uh, robbing from the rich and keeping the money himself. Welcome. (laughs) Welcome to the show, Dean. I'm excited <laughs> with you again, my friend. How are you today? Uh, it is always a pleasure. I am uh, I am just in awe of your amazingness. I feel like this podcast has just done wonders for the amount of abuse I get, which is absolutely fantastic for me. <laughs> so well, I'm getting, I, I continue to get more and more practice. So I think that's, that's right. one of the things, you know, and as you know, Stephen Covey says, you you have to sharpen the saw. And so here I am sharpening the saw. <laughs> On my fair face. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so uh, so anyway, Brian, welcome to the show, man. How are you? I'm doing amazing, guys. Thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, there was no doubt when the opportunity came up, I wanted to be here. Uh, so what, I, I can't think of anything better to do in the middle of the day than hang out with you guys. So, <laughs> Oh, likewise, likewise. And let's be honest, we are arguably the greatest podcast in the world. So it is a pleasure <laughs> to have you join us, my friend. Yeah, I think, you know, obviously the first the first thing we have to say about Brian is he's a smart guy, right? He's here, which demonstrates, you know, his massive intellect. Oh, absolutely. And, which is only uh, eclipsed by his amazing radio voice that he's bringing <laughs> to the podcast today. I must say it has a great depth to it. It really does. Yeah. <laughs> Brian Barry White Bowman. So, um so Brian, um, what are you working on right now? I know that you're uh, you've got a you know a community where you're helping people figure out how to sell more of their you know products and stuff like that online. But just give everybody a little bit of background because I know you've uh, you've been an entrepreneur for quite a while. I'm excited to really get into some of the things that you want to share today. But just kick it off by uh, telling everybody what you're up to lately. Yeah, yeah, and I'll I'll tell you what I'm up to lately and kind of how I got here really quickly. Um, so right now uh, I've really really focusing on, I call it evidence and education. That's how I've kind of split, I guess, my business goals or empire, you know, like at a high, high level, everything branches out into two. So on one side, there's the evidence. This is the actual, like me running businesses, me running brands. I love building brands and I've started so many different brands, specifically selling physical products. But like at the beginning, like a lot of people, maybe people who are listening right now who are e-commerce sellers, you know, they probably started on Amazon and like, they just sold like just commodities, right? Like there's this massive wave of traffic that comes through Amazon and you basically just throw your stuff in front of the traffic. I I like to think of it as like a marathon, right? There's like all these runners coming and your product is like that cup of water. You don't know who's grabbing it, but it's like, it's a frenzy. They're just grabbing the cups and they take off. Like you have no way to like follow up with them, but it's like, oh, don't worry. There's another herd of people coming through. So 
and that mindset at that time, it was a little bit different than where I'm, well, it's a lot different than where I am now. I started selling on Amazon and really started seeing the, the power of being able to sell particularly physical products online. So I still do that. I just have a little bit different approach. So right now I've, I've shifted from what I call commodity to community. I really believe in building brands that where the products are not as price sensitive because um, we start building sort of a fence around our community and who we are and people start identifying with with that more than the the actual thing that they're buying. So that really is the focus for me. I have two brands right now that I'm starting. Uh, one is in uh, the martial arts niche. Uh, another is in, it's like in the mommy space. I've partnered with someone there and those are what I'm really excited about. We still have our existing brands that, that still run. That's the evidence side. On the education side, that's where I have a group called Ecom Underground. It's a free Facebook group. And basically, it's educating sellers, e-commerce sellers on not only like the things that I know work, but the things we're testing and the thing, the mistakes I've made and um, giving them a place where, you know, they can get exposed to, to new strategies, new ideas that they can implement in their business. So that's what I'm up to right now. And honestly, this is, this is probably the happiest I've ever been because I get to do the two things that I just, I love. I love business. Um, I love business strategy. I love, you know, thinking about creative new ways to expand business. Um, and I get to do, do that with the brands and and strategic partnerships, but I get to educate people. I just love it. Even in college, like I loved being a tutor. I love teaching. At one point, I thought I was going to be a university professor. Like, so it's it's really been the best of both for me. And yeah, I'm just I don't know, man. I think you know, just hitting my stride and just feeling really good about where things are at right now. Well, you sound you sound amazing. You sound super happy, super fulfilled. And I know that you know, uh, for a lot of entrepreneurs, you know, there there comes a point where you get used to making money, right? I think like that. Sounds weird, you know, because I was completely, completely broke growing up. And I never thought like I would, the novelty of making money would wear off. But for me, it did. And I had to find that, you know, I think I'm the same. Like I love teaching people and helping people figure things out and, you know, expanding. And, and Dean, Dean's actually exactly the same way. I give him, you totally give him a hard time all the time, but he's got, you know, he's got a heart of gold. And, uh, but it's, it's the same. I think you get, you get to a point where you realize that, your only means of, you know, continuing to grow on your journey is to give back to other people in a way that excites you. And so it's really cool to have you on the show today at the peak of your happiness. And hopefully it's not downhill from here, but you're continuing the ascent uh, up the mountain and it gets better. We, we have we have like 24 more minutes. Let's let's see what we can do. <laughs> and after that, you're going to be screwed. So I I really hope you make the most of this time with Dean and I. <laughs> this is the happiest you will have ever been on this podcast, believe me. <laughs> right this very moment, right now. <laughs> that's awesome. It's, and that's the truth, actually. Dean and I have had all of our guests previous to this write us back and say, I just haven't found that level of happiness that I had <laughs> while I was on the show with you guys. <laughs> yeah, the request for a second uh, podcast uh, interview with these guys has just been through the roof. The demand is out of control. We can't even handle it. I uh, feel like uh, we're psychologists or something now, <laughs> you know, helping people find their happiness once again. But, you know, we, we joke about this, but I think the you know, the, the mindset of how to create happiness while you're growing your business is actually something that requires some investigation here because it doesn't happen all that often for a lot of people. I know, and I'm sure, you know, both of you guys know plenty of people who make plenty of money, but they're kind of miserable. Right. Absolutely. And you have to ask yourself, what the hell is the point of all of that? Right. 
So, so Brian, share share with us, you know, maybe some of the things that you've been doing lately that have been a contributing factor towards this this level of fulfillment. I know, and I definitely want to come back to you know the, th- the cool things you're doing, you know, in the e-commerce space and how you look at different strategies and you know tactics and stuff like that. But but for a moment, what like what have you been doing that's helping helping enrich your life right now? Yeah, a hundred percent. So, and I think it's important to start with the foundation, right? And this is actually going to, I actually want to, I want to talk about that a little bit later on and sort of how I structure out businesses and whenever I do any coaching or consulting and even in my own businesses, whenever we start a new brand, but even before that, there's that foundation and there's, I want to always be focused on fire and on purpose. That is sort of my motto every day. And I wake up and that's that's the reality I want to create. And to do that, there there is positive mindset and and framing yourself like the right way and, and all that and mantras and all that. that. That only take you so far. But really what I have found, especially recently, is breaking my life into different different segments. And this is not something that I, I found out on my own. I, I went through a, a program called Warrior with Garrett J. White, and I learned so much. That tied up so many different personal development things I've done in the past. It just put it brought it all together. And what Garrett says, you basically have four areas of your life. You have body, being, balance, and business. And it's so tempting to just focus on that business part, right? Because that's the one, that's like the bottom line one. That's the one that, that gets you paid. And it's easy to think you make the money and then everything else can fall in place, right? I make money, then I have time to spend with my kids. If I make money, then I can treat my wife, my, my significant other to a better life. If I make money, then I'll have time. I'll, I'll have free time where I can then spend it to connect with God or spirituality, whatever it is, or I can start building my body up, right? Because I'll have the, the resources and all this other stuff. But when you start seeing that business is just really, it's just one piece of the puzzle and you have to then equally focus on those other three pieces, like that was mind-blowing for me. So right now, a huge focus has been, and I should say, I'm all about hiring coaches that are experts in those areas of my life. So I have a business coach and a business mentor. I've hired, actually I have two for different, you know, different things, but I have someone I've hired for that. For body, I have somebody I've hired for that. And their only job is to help me increase my energy, my focus, body composition, help me feel better uh, when I wake up in the morning, help me feel stronger. And again, with better energy and focus, a better diet, better supplementation, that means I have better energy right now. Like I can, I can be present here talking to you guys because of the work I'm doing with Anthony DiClemente in my body, right? And I can, I can problem solve faster. Then by having that same, you know, body and and business going and having that working, I can shut the business down, but still have energy at the end of the day to focus on my wife and still be able to take time to be able to meditate. So the whole point of that is, is like, even before you start thinking about your business plan and your brand and all that, setting that foundation, basically... Because without it, it's like it's like you're bringing a knife to a gunfight, right? Like if you're if you're coming in and all you're focusing on is like drink some coffee real quick and then let's get to the laptop and start working. Like, good luck competing with people who are who are taking a holistic approach and they're coming in focused, balanced, and ready to just kick ass. Absolutely, I know uh, I know that that's been a huge uh, a huge distinction in my life over the last few years is, you know, approaching things as in, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a human being who happens to, you know, run a business, who happens to do all these different things. But treating my life as such has made a huge difference in terms of, you know, not just my income, but also my happiness, my general level of fulfillment, energy, and and all those things. And yeah, that's really, uh, it's really cool to hear that you're having that same experience. In fact, you know, I was, I was telling, uh, I was telling Dean recently, I think, 
So a year ago, I started playing the drums. I got this crazy idea that I wanted to play the drums. It came out of nowhere. Like it was like a literally like a lightning strike. And one day I was just like, holy shit, I need to play the drums. And I've never played a musical instrument before. <laughs> and in fact, the only D that I ever got in my entire schooling career was in my sixth grade music class because I was so awful at playing this, like, you've seen those, like, little recorders? They were right. just, like, <laughs> pan flute. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed to tell you guys that I played the recorder. But I was in sixth grade, so it was okay at that point, right? But anyway, my teacher was just like, you are really not very good at this. And so I'm giving you a, I'm giving you a D. I was like, shit. And, you know, I had to go home, show my parents D on my report card. And I told my dad, I was just like, I suck at music. I don't know what you want me to tell you, man. So anyway, you know, 20 years or 30 years later, whatever it was, you know, I got this crazy idea that, all right, I need to play the drums and for no, for no apparent reason. And as fast as I had the idea... I went online on Amazon. Maybe you even sold me my drum set, Brian. Yeah, um, I, I, I went on Amazon, did like five minutes of research. I was like, those ones look good enough. Bought the drums, got them, and realized that I I, uh, I got an electronic kit, you know, because I didn't want to drive everybody crazy at first. I was like, okay, I could do this on my headphones. I can learn how to play. And I set them up and I realized that I didn't even have the appropriate equipment. Like I needed an amp and I needed a speaker. And I was like, holy shit, what a pain in the ass. I don't know what I'm doing. And I went to the music shop and I uh, said, Hey, you guys, you know, I just got this kid. I need, I need a, I need to get an amp for this. And they're like, yeah. And then I just, you know, I figured I'd ask, well, and while I'm here, how do you guys suggest I learn how to play the drums that I just purchased <laughs> for myself? Right. Yeah. You know, this is like complete ready, fire, aim uh, situation. <laughs> and and uh, they were like, well, we ha- we happen to have a drum teacher here. The guy walks out. He's like, oh, my lesson just canceled. Do you want your first lesson for free? I was like, hell yes, I do. So I went in there ready, you know, ready, so excited to play the drums. You know, I, I just imagined it was going to be this amazing experience. And it was terrible. Like I was so uncoordinated. <laughs> Like I, I literally felt like I was rewiring my brain and I was like, shit, this is not easy. It's not just, you know, banging relentlessly on something until it makes noise. It's like, would you believe that? <laughs> I know exactly. Right. And I just launched into this whole thing. But ironically, I, I loved it. And I was like, all right, even though I'm probably the worst drummer on the planet right now, I'm enjoying this experience. And And one of the things that that I've learned. And I, so I've been playing for a year now and I actually, I can actually play. I'm a, you'd be surprised how, how good I've gotten in the year. But the one thing that I've learned is how sometimes you have to go slow in order to learn something and break it down into its component parts. And then once you get the individual pieces, you can start putting it together and making things happen faster and faster. And so like the learning how to play these beats, you know, I would take it one note at a time and I was like, okay, one note, one note at a time. And then it was like putting a couple notes together and then it was putting a whole song together. And now, you know, now I can play all these different things. But the reason that I bring that up is because translating that into my business has been amazing to say, all right, where else am I rushing ahead of my music? And if I just slowed down and I looked at the component parts a little bit more, 
would I be able to make a smoother sound and have smoother business results and not feel like, you know, there's a bit of a roller coaster here, but there's more of a steady rhythm. And so you never know, like once you start looking and taking this holistic approach, like you're talking about, it's amazing how you start seeing all these different things translating into different areas of your life. Because you're absolutely right. You are one person with all of these different things that you do. But, how you know, the saying is true. How you do anything is how you do everything. And I just I just love uh, I love that you're experiencing that right now, too. It's interesting you say that, James. So uh, in a previous so what you've described is uh, is basically finding a, a microcosm of life in something else. Right. There's these patterns and these things we experience in life and you found it in playing the drums uh, in a previous life, <laughs> playing the mini tour. So I was technically a professional golfer for five years. And um, I used to always drive my nuts crazy. My, my wife, <laughs> my nuts. I drove my nuts crazy. Um, I, used drive, <laughs> I used to drive that's, my wife that's, that's crazy. That's really strange. I'm just going to say, I don't know what that means, but let's keep <laughs> It's a microcosm of life, dude. You, you just trust I me. I was just thinking that. I could have explained that, James. So I used to drive my, my wife crazy because I would come home and I'd be like, oh, Lauren, like there's this, you know, I was, I was hitting this, this golf shot or whatever. And it's such a microcosm of life, you know? And she's just like, dude, you got to really take it easy on the golf. (laughs) You need to get a life, bro. But you're absolutely right. Like you'll start finding these patterns and it's actually one of the coolest ways to teach is taking something that everyone knows, right? Literally grass that grows, right? This is what parables are, right? You know, like grass that grows or whatever, something that's everyone experiences and using it as a way to like teach another lesson. So I think you should have a daily segment on the show where you talk about something you learned in drumming <laughs> and <laughs> you could and, and expand it out into a, a business principle. I'll work on that. Today, I'm just struggling to get all four of my limbs coordinated enough to play these new jazz beats that we're starting, which is a completely different ball of wax as it turns out. <laughs> Your left foot's going, your right foot's going, left hand, right hand. You're like, holy hell, I didn't even know I could do all these things at the same time. (laughs) So you touched on something, though, that I think we should dig into. Principles and strategies are different than tactics and implementation. And in business, and, you know, Dean is a master. Like, he, you know, he sits there, you know, quietly, you know, you know, chiming in on this. But he's a master at variety of internet marketing tactics. Like, I mean, truthfully, like he's, he's one of the best, best that I've met, but all of that stuff that comes later on when you develop your understanding of the principles that are required to grow a business, you know, you could take what Dean says, and if you don't have the right foundation in place, you're just going to be, you know, kind of, you know, implementing something that, that works once a certain structure is there. And so what, like you, you talk a lot about, you know, principles and strategies, Brian, Can you share a little bit about some of the insights that you've gotten about how important it is to really understand the world that you play in before you focus on tactics and all the things that are, you know, sexy and attractive, but people tend to implement them way too soon? Absolutely. Like this is probably like the most valuable, like, um, I don't know, like insight. Uh, There's a lot of information out there. Information's free, but like the most valuable insight that I can give to your your audience that I think, um, especially for those that are just starting out, I mean, those that are successful, already built, you know, multi-million dollar companies, like they probably nailed this a while ago. But like for those starting out, this has been game changing for me and for for my clients and for everyone that I've worked with. And 
it's like exactly like you said. So what a lot of people do, and and I still do this, and I have to I have to check myself. So I'm I'm a part of a lot of different mastermind groups, um, where you know there's really successful entrepreneurs, and someone will get on stage, you know it's it's their turn to speak, or maybe they post inside of our community and they say, hey, I you know I did a Facebook live and it made a hundred thousand dollars. And it's really tempting, right, to be like, oh, yes, all right, I need to do this this thing. Like, that worked for them. I'm just going to go ahead and implement it in my business. I'm going to do a Facebook Live, too. And there's a lot of value in that. Like, I'm not taking away from, like you said, James, like the, the ready, fire, aim mentality. I think in business, business moves fast. And if you're waiting, uh, you're losing, you know, you're losing money. And I, I, I love implementing. But it, it reminds me when, uh, when like you're going to design a room, like my wife, she's a designer and when she's going to design a room, she, she kind of jokes about people who are like, well, just start bu- buying like this lamp. Like they saw this lamp and they just put it in the, in, in like the middle of the room. But like, there's no overall like strategy or principle for like what the design is going to be for the room. And there hasn't been like a plan. I also think of it like building a puzzle. I think we talked about this. Like everyone wants that feeling of putting that last piece in and like, boom, it's done and you get the result. But you got to back up. If you just start trying to like take one piece out of the box and you're like, uh, okay, I'll put this one here and this one there. You have to have that frame first. Like you have to first frame out the outside of the puzzle and then you start picking areas to focus on. So for me, I like to think of it, and I got this from Dan Kennedy. I can't remember what book it was, but, and I'm not even sure if this is what he meant, <laughs> to be honest, guys, but this is what it's ended up meaning. And I've translated it over the years in, in my business is there's three things to basically any business. There's the principles of the business. There's the strategy in the business and there's the actual tactics. And again, a lot of us, we tend to focus on the tactical side because that's the thing that usually produces the income, but we need to back up. The strategic side is sort of where you're going to apply those tactics. So if we continue the Facebook example and you hear about somebody who did a Facebook live, like the live is the actual tactical execution of something. Like you use this tool of a Facebook live, a video camera to get a result. The strategic side is, hey, is Facebook the right platform for me? Like, is that where my audience is? And probably because there's you know over 2 billion people on there, but is this the best place where I should be advertising? Is this where I want to build up my brand on Facebook? But even before then, and that's better, right? Because you decide, you, you figure out that Facebook versus Pinterest maybe is a better place for you to execute these tactics. But even before then, what you want to focus on are the principles of your business, because this is what's going to make your messaging resonate. This is what's going to take your product, like I've said before, in the e-commerce side is from going from a commodity to a community and actually building a, a raving fan base is what are the principles of your business? Like, why are you starting this? Who is your customer? What's your promise to that customer? If you read old copywriting legends, you know, Gene Schwartz and and Ogilvy and these guys, they'll tell you, you know, you need to know what is your promise? What's your positioning? Like very defined. Are 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 we talking to men? Are we talking to women? I mean, high level. That's that's one way. And what's the big idea for your business? Like, why should people raise their hand and follow you? And what I've found is when I took a step back and that's not the sexy part, right? Because that doesn't seem like an income producing activity like a tactic does. But when you back up to that level and you go back to the principle, all of a sudden when you're writing that Facebook ad or when you're going to create the script for that video, it just flows, man, because now you know what the promise is to your customer, right? You know why you're starting this and, and who your prospect is. You know how to get their attention. 
you know how to tell a story that connects with them. And ultimately, that's what's going to drive the click or the sale or, or the response that you're looking for, that direct response. So now when you have the principle down, now you can go and strategically you know, go into Facebook and write an ad that's going to resonate and then use a tactic like you know, a messenger bot or a Facebook Live to deliver that message and drive a sale. Well, I think it's pretty cool that we're bringing this up because Dean is actually getting ready to launch something right now called The Perfect Offer. Right. Right? Where he talks specifically about, you know, how to create this perfect offer. But but Dean, isn't part of that whole training really like identifying the needs of the customer and what's important to them and, you know, all that strategic stuff? Yeah, exactly. And because, because I, I actually, uh, much of what you were just talking about there, Brian, I, when I was first starting, I actually made every mistake in the book along the lines of, you know, just of like, just picking an offer and wanting to just drive traffic to it rather than thinking, well, who do I need to show my ad to? You know, who is, who is the ideal customer for that offer? You know, so now, obviously, years later, having gone through all those mistakes, you know, I realize there's much work that has to happen. And there's many things that have to be figured out and and planned out before you even do that Facebook ad, you know, before you buy that traffic. So I think, you know, I I, I think this is awesome, everything you're talking about here, because I think this is where a lot of people, I would say, especially when they're starting out in the earlier stages, they they really get this wrong. And I think like you've just said, you know, everybody just wants that end result. Everyone wants to put that final piece in the puzzle. Everyone wants to just see that sale come in. But, you know, there's so much more that has to take place before that can happen. And that's where everybody needs to start. So I think this is awesome just listening to this. Yeah, because it's like the uh, the tactics are like the tip of the iceberg, right? That's right. the stuff that everybody sees Absolutely. poking out of the water. But there's a lot going on underneath the surface that causes that to, you know, take shape and have direction and, you know, it, 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 that's like, it's the foundation, right? You can't, you can't build anything sustainable without a great foundation. Otherwise it's just, you know, it's going to fall apart at the, the first. This is why you hear, I, I mean, particularly in my industry in this kind of affiliate marketing space, a, a lot of what we do, you know, you'll often hear people say stupid, ludicrous things like Facebook ads don't work. It's like, oh, really? They don't work. I hear the same thing in in e-commerce, man. It's crazy. (laughs) What a revelation. (laughs) And it's like, well, you know, you see all these people doing it, but what people on the outset don't realize is what they've created, the processes and the systems, the structures that have been put in place that make the ad work. You know, sometimes people, I think they just think, oh, you drive an ad and you make money, but it's the process. It's the work that's been done ahead of time to make that ad work. 100%, Dean. And and for me, you know... these are sort of like universal like marketing principles. These apply to every business. I know I've chosen just based on my experience and the where I've invested my time, you know, over the years is I've chosen to focus on e-commerce sellers because for them, you know, they're so good at the sourcing side and picking the product and like putting all that attention into creating a product that's going to make the customer happy in the sense of like performance but they're not really solid on the marketing side. And then there's cash flow issues that start happening because e-commerce is very capital intensive. You know, if you make $500,000 this month and you want to make a million, you got to dump that money back in for more inventory, right? It's not, it's not just information. So even for e-commerce sellers, that they have the principles down, like they've positioned their product a certain way. They know who their avatar is. They know who they're selling to. They know how to make them happy, but still strategically and tactically, they they don't know how to get you know, more cash into the business and how to build, not only scale the the physical product side, but think strategies and tactics to build the business overall. Like that's been super fulfilling for me to really have those kind of aha moments with people in the community. So 
That's awesome, man. That's awesome. So, uh, so before we wrap things up, I want to make sure that, you know, if anybody's interested in finding out a little bit more about what you do or how they can connect with you, uh, that we give everybody an opportunity to do that. So what's the best way or where, you know, where should people reach out? Yeah, absolutely. The the best place to start if you want to find out more about what I do, what we do as a community and, and our strategy is just come join our private Facebook group. It's it's the easiest way to start and everything's there. And, um, you know, you can become a part of the community and start asking questions and just start understanding uh, the process from there. Uh, so just go to Ecom Underground uh, in Facebook. Uh, so E-C-O-M, one, just one M, Ecom space Underground. Uh, you'll see our private Facebook group request to join. We'll bring you right in. Uh, welcome you with open arms and yeah, just start asking questions. I go live every day, Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern. I do a live training. I answer questions and um, yeah, I think that's that's probably the best place to start. Awesome. Dean Holland, any uh, any parting shots? Uh, no, I think this has been awesome. I just want to say it's. Uh, I'm glad you made it through to the end, still sounding just as happy at the start. We didn't demolish, uh, diminish any happiness, which is great. I, I don't know if to feel happy or sad about that. I'm not quite sure yet, but uh, we can always review how aggressive we get here, James, and uh, see if we need to make any changes there, I guess. <laughs> Definitely. I, re- I really think we should have given him a harder time. I didn't feel like we did. You know, he Right. Yeah. I'm like overwhelmed by his happiness and fulfillment right now. <laughs> yeah. Like, so it's, it's almost as if his, his happiness was so strong it drowned out our natural sarcasm. Right. Yeah. I was like fighting it. Yeah. It was very <laughs> difficult. I felt like a salmon swimming against the current on this one. Right? <laughs> Just trying to get in a snide remark or a sarcastic jab. So, uh, Brian, while we uh, while we appreciate uh, you coming on the show, you did throw us off a little bit. And <laughs> and I think that's a good thing. But in all, uh, in all seriousness, thank you. Uh, thank you very much for being on the show. I love the conversation. We'll uh, we'll definitely have to have you back on. I think uh, I think that would be great. I think a lot of people would like it. Awesome. hundred percent. I think we scratched the surface on, on Brian's wisdom. I, I think, think so. Yeah. I feel like we could, uh, we could go deeper here with the tips. Yeah. I'd love to guys just let me know. And, um, yeah, thanks again for having me on, man. I really love what you guys are doing. I think this is, this is going to be, um, it's going to be a pretty special podcast, man. I, I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to be tuning in regularly. So I like this a lot. Awesome, man. We're, uh, we're excited about it. We're excited to uh, have all you guys listening to this. And uh, so that's a wrap for today. This is James P. Friel signing off for Just the Tips, along with my wonderful co-host, Dean Holland. And we will catch you guys next time. Thanks for tuning in to Just the Tips, where we believe business should be profitable and fun. For show notes, links, and other information on our guests, visit justthetipshow.com. For more information on how to connect with Dean Holland, visit deanholland.com. And if you'd like to get free from the day-to-day operations of your business while making more money, visit me at jamespfreel.com forward slash autopilot. Our theme music is Happy Happy Game Show by Kevin McLeod, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 license.